You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth along with my co-host, Cindy Jennings. And we are coming to you from the uh, campus of St. James of Stellamaris Academy. And so uh, we've had a good show so far. We are, on our, we are on our last guest of the show, and we always save the best for last, Max. And Aww. so, Max, welcome to Real <laughs> Presence Live. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, well, first off, I promised my wife and my kids I would give them a shout-out. Okay. They're a few blocks away, listening at home. You, you can name them. Yeah, so Aubrey, my beautiful, amazing wife, and Pascal Jude, who's five, and will be coming to school here pretty soon. That's great. Uh, Luke's and Peregrine. Peregrine. And Peregrine is a brand new one, right? He's a brand new one, yep. yep. Five months Aww. yesterday. Five months. Those are yeah. great names. I love the names of your kids. Thank you, yeah. So, okay, tell us a little bit more about yourself besides the shout-out. Uh, well, um, and you're right. I just want I just want to affirm you about your wife, beautiful and amazing. <laughs> Aubrey, I just want to You've say known, that you knew her before I, before well, I did. So. Long before you did. Yeah. I, had, I had to give I had to give her approval to marry you when I first <laughs> met you. So, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah, she, yeah. Hey, she babysat my kids. Yeah. Well, so that's good. She everybody knows Aubrey. She, yes. She's amazing, and uh, you can celebrate our wedding too. So you're on the altar. I did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so thank you. Well, it's all been good. <laughs> so now tell us more about like what we're. I mean, like your past in regards to what we're talking about, videography. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a former filmmaker. I, I'm more into kind of marketing and um, branding now. I, I run a business here in uh, West Duluth. Actually, I've got a, a studio and work with businesses to help them, you know, build their brand, um, create content, and do marketing. I don't really like the word marketing, but um, that that's essentially what we do. Mm-hmm. So I the way, the way I got there was I... Um, was through videography. So I started as a kind of like a freelance videographer shooting wedding films. I actually worked for a local TV news station here in Duluth. Okay. And, uh, and then for a couple of years, um, Aubrey and I moved out to Washington, D.C. Well, wait, before, wait a minute. You, you, you missed the whole big important yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm just trying to cover it at a high for, level. For here. a very short moment, moment in time, you worked for me, Max. And I, can, and I cannot believe you left He's that out to in forget. your story. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? Yeah. Yeah. What was that, about, about a week? Yeah, it was about I a week, week and a half. And they said, I'm yeah. done with this guy. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing that, I was doing some kind of youth ministry at St. Michael's right, right. right before you got there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was right when I was on my way out, so I was starting to get into to videography and filmmaking so yeah and so you found your way in washington dc yeah so i was i was kind of like freelancing teaching myself you know um videography and photography and then i ended up getting a full-time job with the archdiocese of washington yeah uh, in their media department and so i uh had my wife and i picked up right before our our newborn was was born Mm -hmm. our first our first child and we moved out there and spent three years out there yeah uh, that job only lasted about nine months before I quit. Okay. But <laughs> so what, what what was the job though? I mean, because weren't you kind of like a were you kind of like the director of videography? No, I was. Uh, it was kind of like an entry level role. Okay. I was working with uh, underneath the kind of the main, you know, video media multimedia guy. Okay. And uh, doing video, and it, I mean, it was fine. There, you know, working with him was great, and um, you know, uh, yeah. But it just it didn't didn't really work out. It just wasn't the right. Sure. and i actually had some opportunities outside of that some kind of independent freelance opportunities right. that opened up so i did that for a couple of years um out there but the east coast is really expensive mm-hmm. and uh once we had our second child it was kind of like all right this is you know we want to be closer to family and um 
you know, so we moved back to Duluth in 2019, right before the pandemic hit, which was a great idea. And, um, you know, so it's good to be back home for the last couple of years and ended up getting a marketing job with a, a local company here, mm-hmm. a construction company. And then that kind of turned into me running my own business now. So, and so I mean, I don't want to dwell too much on it because you weren't there for a long period of time. But, you know, most of the people that would be listening to the show right now would probably have a hard time grasping that a diocese would have a program for videography. Yeah. So Archdiocese of Washington's obviously huge. Yeah. And so for the short time that you were there, what was some of the work that they were doing that they would have a department like that? Yeah, they um so they actually had a studio and um you know, Cardinal Whirl, who was the, the archbishop at the time, um, he I think came from kind of like a television production background. So he was big on that, and uh, they had they had a whole studio there where where they did a lot of video content, and you know it's a big archdiocese. There's tons going on, so you know you're always, there's stories everywhere to run around and capture, mm-hmm. and so a lot of the Catholic school stuff, right, and, right. and whatnot. So. so and and even to back up again, back to your time at St. Mike's, if I remember correctly, you did some commercial, yeah. For for their school at the at the back at that time, what yeah. was that? How, it wasn't how, very good. How, no, no it, was, it was excellent. How many years ago was that? That she six seven maybe? six or seven years yeah. ago. That you did that commercial. Mm-hmm. No, it was. I thought. I mean, I don't know who thought of the the concept. But it was about the one little girl by herself in the classroom, right? Was it? <laughs> I feel like it was a good idea, but kind of you know amateurly executed. Oh so, well, I, that was well, my opinion. But. I. I I'm a, I'm a, I don't have a, a, an expert eye on videography, but from my standpoint, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And so, he's hard to impress, don't forget. Oh, yeah. I was impressed. So. And, I'm, and it was on the local television uh, here in Duluth, and, and uh, you're, you made, the, the point was made very well in regards to how good the school is mm-hmm. uh, with you know, the student ratio, ratio to, to kids. And so, uh, so you do have some stuff that was out in the local market anyhow, in regards to the Catholic Church here. Yeah. So you've done some work. Yeah, actually, the first video I ever did was... Um, Bishop Serba uh, hired me to do uh, a video for the 125th anniversary. So really? I don't know if you guys are at that. Remember at the deck? They, yeah, yeah. They yeah. played a video, so I, oh, I yeah, produced that's that right. video. Well, yeah. You know why I remember oh, wow. that? Because there's so many of your family that was in that Yes. <laughs> so wait a minute. This guy's married to the Scorches. So that's what I remember. Yeah, about. they were kind of the stars of the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hesleys and the yeah, Havens yeah. and the Scorches. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. And shout out to the Hesleys and shout out to... Uh, Dr. Scorch and uh, my mother-in-law Rosie. Rosie, who are amazing as yeah. well. So. No, they're great people. And so, um, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you are you. So you have your own business right now, but you kind of envision yourself maybe working <coughs> with the church in some ways. I mean, you are now in some ways, right? You know, to be honest, Father, my my professional endeavors aren't as re- much related to the church anymore. Sure, I've, sure. You know, really gotten into. I work with a lot of you know, kind of construction industry, right? Engineering, architecture. Um, and, and, but I'm still able to, um, dedicate some time to nonprofits and, you know, I, I've been doing some work locally with, uh, I did some stuff with Marie over at Modern Day mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and, um, working with Father Mike actually the last few months on helping them record his, his kind of weekly right. masses. So, so when you say local, when you mention Father Mike, that's not local. Just yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like local. So that's, that's a little bit bigger than global. Yeah, yeah. Universal. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and so uh, say a little bit more about your work with Father Mike Schmitz. Yeah, that's, you know, it just kind of um, came about. I'm connected, I'm connected with the folks at Ascension, Ascension Press. And so, you know, they, they are coming back and forth here all the time working with them and so at some point it just made sense that they kind of brought me in to help them out with some stuff. Um, and then they, you know, they needed somebody to help them record their, you know, he's still doing his, uh, online masses every Sunday. Okay, so right. it's, it's not a huge, you know, my involvement is very little. I show up and I hit record and 
on the camera and just make sure everything goes smoothly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just an opportunity for me to still serve the church and help right, out. Right. And um, it's it's more enjoyable because I don't have to rely on it for my income. Right, you know, right. it's just like yeah. something that I can kind of give back and, you know, use my gifts. No, that's that right. And that, I mean, t- taken from a from a pastor side of things, it's like, that's exactly what we want all of our parishioners to be able to say. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, I want to give to the church in the best I can. And God gives us all of our talents and our skills and our interests. And to be able to use them for the good of the church is exactly what the church wants. And you're able to do it, even though it's behind the scenes, you're still able to do it in a high profile level. You know? Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. so do you enjoy what you do? Are you glad you are where you are? Where do you want to, I mean, do you see yourself continuing this path with this marketing with yeah i love i love my current uh you know the current business i'm i'm running right now and that seems to always be evolving it was kind of filmmaking and um you know photography and content and then that turned it into more like uh you know even at a kind of business leadership level helping um companies grow and um you know grow their culture and and whatnot and so it's really it's kind of turning into something um even a little bit more high level which i just i'm i'm really blessed like god is just every everything i'm doing right now is uh it's it's a testament to his providence and just kind of where he's led me from a few even a few years ago when um you know i was out on the east coast freelancing and just trying to make ends meet Uh you know not knowing where the next paycheck was going to come from so um what he's done in a few short years is pretty pretty amazing yeah that's yeah. great so so you you are employed in a construct with a construction company and then you're an employer too right well yeah so the the construction company i was working for i was an employee and then um that went really well and we just had some other i had some other companies who wanted to work with me on marketing stuff and so i ended up partnering with the construction company basically to start this new company okay so it was a great situation where there was some stability there there's a foundation mm-hmm. already built and I got to kind of start my own thing too and grow something new. So, what's the name of your company? The Framework Studios. And how would how would people be able to see your work? Uh, I just launched a new website, uh, FrameworkBrand.com. Okay. So if you want to go check that out, I did check that out. That was pretty good, yeah. actually. Thanks. Yeah. You got you do a little video, a little bit of a um, a, a tour of the studios and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, there's some cool content up there. So yeah, yeah. No, that's great. So uh, we're we're talking to Max Haven. We've been talking to him about videography and his past and, and uh, his future, what he's doing right now, and how that has uh, um, uh, applied to his faith life and how he's been able to help out with the church in this gift and talent that he has. And so we'll continue this conversation with Max immediately after this brief break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. 
Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thank you for sticking with us on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Richard Kunz, and I am with my co-host. Her name is... Cindy Jennings. And we are coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, and we have a guest here, Max Haven, in regards to his work with videography and uh, his work within the church and outside of the church in that field. So, um, let me ask you, what what does the Catholic Church teach about the media and evangelization? And mm-hmm. maybe looked into that. Yeah, um, you know, I think the church the church ob- obviously um, calls us to use these these new technologies and these new gifts. We're doing it right now on the radio. Um, I do it with video or have done it. And artists through all generations of church history have, you know, used their, the, the means that they have to express the beauty of God's creation, of, you know, uh, the church and its teaching. Um, I know for me, when I was kind of in my early 20s and kind of grappling with wh- what I wanted to do for a career, um, John Paul II's The Letter to Artists was a big inspiration for me. I know just as far as if you're talking about, like, you know, church documents um that's the one that i've come across that i think is really uh i haven't read in a while um but every every few years i'll pick it up and and just kind of be re-inspired by it because um it's to me it's less of like a hardline teaching it's just like an encouragement um to you know to you know evangelize through art to use the gifts god has given you and i think that's an important part of our responsibility as as christians so and the church has always done that. Right? I mean, you, you you can't help but go overseas, especially like to Rome. You yeah. see how the church has utilized the talents and the media of the day yeah. to drive home the gospel message. Michelangelo, you know, I mean, right. that was what they that was their modern technology, so to speak, and and to use it like even on social media. Do you do much with social media? You know, personally, I've kind of removed myself uh, from social media as <laughs> much as possible. But in my business, that's I mean, a huge part of you know businesses now you got to have some sort of presence online so mm-hmm. um it, it's one of those things that you know as much as the church encourages it there's also the reality too that there's you know teaching and um there's moral realities to how we engage with these things you know um and i think that's something that we always need to be kind of balancing and understanding and, and i think more and more even with the technology as it advances into the next 
domain of whatever that looks like with virtual reality and um, the the metaverse and and Web 3.0 as they call it. Like we have to, I think that we're going to have to make some decisions. Um, maybe where there's gray area, I think we're going to probably have to start really, you know, drawing a line in the sand. Personally, that's just yeah. how I feel for me and my family. But um, I do think there's ways for you know. Uh, Christians and Catholics to show up in these areas still right. and uh, be present. So, well, we see we see things like you know Bishop Barron, Father Mike Schmitz, right. in regards to utilizing the modern uh, media uh, in a good way. You know, I mean, and I know a lot of other priests, rather parish priests, that really utilize Facebook, you know, in a positive mm-hmm. way. And so, uh, I mean, in your work, even though you don't work directly with the church anymore, you're open to working with the church, and you have worked with the church even still. In regards to help promoting that, yeah, that message in the gospel, yeah, because it's a it's a great way to you know uh, you know amplify the message. You know, um, it, it's not the only way. You know, I think uh, like I said, there's there's a there's obviously good fruit from what people like you know from priests like Father Mike and Bishop Aaron are doing, um, but I think that media. media fame reach it's all it's a powerful thing too so you have to have a a responsible you know you have to trust yourself to be able to go in there and and do that and you know have the character to to be able to be present in there as well and it's easy to get caught up in that because i mean so i'm not i'm not on facebook like you i don't do the facebook thing but Mm -hmm. the parish has facebook and so you know when we're when we're like um doing our my classes that i teach they live stream them or when we used to do the masses i would just be tempted to go say well how many listeners did i get for this one you know or right. how many viewers so right. it's like it's easy to get caught up in that yes. get sucked yeah. into that and so you do have to be um a, you have to be very intentional with the right intentions that get enter into to media social media or any types of media yeah. on why you're doing it yeah. and what's the purpose of it yeah i've seen i've seen people on um you know instagram catholics who are showing up on instagram for example and they're they're talking about really important things or they're, you know, um, they're just have they're, they're fostering good content around good things. However, I think, uh, like you said, you know, you know how quickly it can turn into vanity. It can turn into self-promotion, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard issue. You know, that's like, you know, nobody can stand back and say like, you know, that's wrong. You have to be able to de- deal with that internally and understand what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's right. It's very good. Maybe maybe speak a little bit uh, in regards to how this has this profession of this this um, uh, calling that you have has been wrapped in your own faith journey. Yeah, um, my career has been. I mean, I think for most most people, and um, especially for me as a, uh, a husband and provider, you know, my wife has worked from home for most of our marriage. Early on, she was working uh, a little bit, but um, it's it's been very tied up in my identity. Uh, as a as a human being, but also just trying to figure out, um, you know, how do I how do I do God's will? How do I, you know, what what does God want? Um, what do I? But also, what do I want? What you know, what's going to be the most fulfilling for me? Um, because I think to reference JP two again, you know, he talks about the dignity of work um, as well in another papal document, and um, the church teaches very much that our work should be life giving. Our work should. Um, be honorable and, and dignified and so early on in my career I think I struggled a lot with you know being a creative person being you know kind of in some some art some artistic tendencies um, and then being in some jobs where I just was you know basically depressed mm-hmm. and like this cannot be how I spend the next 40 
you know, 40 hours a week for the rest of my life. That wasn't when I was your boss, was it? No, well, or, no. One week? <laughs> no, that, I mean, that was had its own challenges, I, I know, but I know. not because of you. I know, but, I know. Um, yeah, no, it, you know, it's, it's just one of those things, I think, uh, for me, it was a struggle right out of the gate. I think some people graduate college and they got it all figured out and they have their career mapped up. I just, I just didn't, you know, and so it took a while for me and, and, you know, um, unfortunately when I got married, I just didn't have that all figured out either. So it became this, uh, early on in our marriage, a stressor for me, a stressor on our marriage. Um, and my, my wife and I had to really navigate for a few years, you know, uh, get on the same page and I had to figure that out. And, uh, I did, I did that well in some ways and not very well in other ways. And, you know, so, um, but again, I just bring it all back to God's grace. That's all I can really, I can say is the more I learn to depend on his providence and stop trying to control and stop trying to, you know, just start trusting that he wanted what's best for me. You know, that's when things started to, um, you know, those, the, the work career trajectory and my faith life, um, as, as long as they were compartmentalized and separate from each other, things didn't work out very well. Mm-hmm. Once I got them in line together and they're integrated and it first started with getting right with with god and just trusting and you know saying okay i'm, I'm gonna follow you and trust you then the career thing fell in place mm-hmm. and so yeah and it was i mean i had a front row seat it was great to watch it was yes. great to see how you, you know i know that there are some struggles in regards to the the whole employment stuff and you're right you put those two together and i mean where you are right now it's amazing and and so you know i mean i just want to uh certainly encourage you in regards to uh, what you're doing, I know it's not the primary thing is to working for the church, but I know you're very open to helping the church in regards to uh, any type of media. And so uh, keep doing that and keep bringing God into your uh, into your profession because as a church, we need people like you and and Christians like you that can use that talent and gift to promote the the gospel. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Oh, yeah. well. Do you have uh, any uh, any 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 last thoughts before we? No, I just want to st- I thank you. Uh, we love being parishioners here. Um, and uh, yeah, I just uh, I know you were like you said you had a front row seat, and I just want to thank you, Father Rich, because actually you know some conversations with you during that time really um, yeah I think really helped. Hey, God just used those to help get me in the right mindset, uh, and uh, there's a lot of grace there. So no, it's great, it's, it's, it's great as a parish priest to work through uh, stuff like that with parishioners, and you do have a wonderfully beautiful, talented wife, yes. Aubrey. So it, just wanted to say that again. So Aubrey, <laughs> it's a good place to time, end. Next time I see yes. you, you can make sure you acknowledge that. So uh, uh, thank you very much, Max, for yeah, being you, on Max. the air with thank us. Thank you, guys. So um, uh, before we let you go, as a um, uh, listeners, I'd like to invite our Therese back online to talk to us about our next show. Yeah, thank you, Father. So, on the next Real Presence Live, that'll be Wednesday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Deacon Paul Trinan and Teresa Curley are your hosts, coming to you live from the Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Father Tim Smith from the Diocese of Sioux Falls will be on to talk about forming liturgical musicians in our parishes. Then, the Knights of Columbus are joining together to help those in need in the Ukraine. John Berger will join us to share more about this. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Now, Therese, I don't mean to put you on the spot again like I do Uh-oh. every month, but uh, th- I mean, that show sounds it's interesting, the next show, but it doesn't quite like sound as interesting as the one we just had, does it? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. We had oh, a pretty wow. awesome straight talk segment this we morning. We did, although I don't yeah, like the word did. that you use to describe it. <laughs> 
but uh, but uh, yeah, amazing. But but uh, uh, yes, I thought it went very well. I thought everything went good. It was a great uh, great set of uh, guests. What did you think, Cindy? I loved it. It was good. I part- I actually particularly liked our 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 trivia. Contest, you liked it? I did because oh, I didn't good. lose. Well, so I'm, so Matthew, I got to get my people on that. So Matthew and I tied basically, right? You guys tied. Well, I'm glad when you asked which popes were elected at the age of 20 that he named the one he named because I didn't remember that name, but I did remember the <laughs> oh, other name. Lucky. So, so we did we did work well. You with guys that. go go together. Yeah, very I know. Well. I, I cannot wait to meet that guy in person. But uh, so anyhow, yeah. So anything exciting going on for the rest of this week, Cindy? As we have this last minute of our. No, I'm show. just busy, busy, and uh, the weather's getting better. Better, oh. and the the light. I mean that. Yeah, but remember, the days start getting shorter next Stop month. Stop it. Don't plant that. <laughs> you know, uh, Bishop true. just made uh, me feel really good, and so don't bring me down again. Um, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I don't know about the less, rest of the listening uh, area, but Duluth has stunk this spring. It has been like been one horrible. of the worst yeah. I can remember. And so mm-hmm. it's easy to get depressed when you're in Duluth. But hey, things are changing around. Duluth is a great place to come and visit. And so... Uh, Make sure you check it out this summer. There's no more beautiful place on the planet Earth than Duluth in the summertime. Let's finish with a prayer. In the name of the Father and Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this last two hours, and we pray blessings upon our um, show guests and, as uh, in a particular way, our listeners, as well as the people back in the studio. May Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Until next time, everybody, God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.